If you're an adventurer, there's one place that you absolutely have to shop. There is, because there's this place called Mototomic, and they have the gas can hoodie, which when you put it on, it feels like a hug. And if you're a true adventure rider, you know that some days don't go as planned and you need a hug. But not only the gas can hoodie, Mototomic has other things too. Like what, Cappy? Like beanies, cups, stickers, t-shirts, and probably my favorite dry bag. That orange dry bag is badass. It is. Mototomic.com. Link in the description. So, Chappie, I got a confession to make. Confess to me. I've been talking to our buddy from B-Moto, Paco Pete. You know B-Moto, that shop that does really cool stuff like... Off-road performance engines and suspensions. They even can Cerakote with ceramic finishes. So the outside is just as strong as the inside. Which is awesome and brings me to my confession, Cody Proof Certification. Because Paco Pete told me they're going to take care of my engine and Cody Proof it. That's something that not too many places can say. No, definitely not. I would just suggest go over to bmoto.com and check it out. They've got some pictures of what they do. Bootiche.com. Link in the description of the podcast. Yes, because it's hard to spell, but they do good work. You're listening to the Throttled Adventures Podcast. And now, your hosts, Cody and Chappie. Hello and welcome to another episode of Throttled Adventures. I'm not even going to light that fuse yet and ask oh. you what you've been up to because <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let everybody know that this episode we're going to touch on what adventure means to me and you and then we're going to look at the actual definition of adventure and then talk about our thoughts and I figured you'll you'll want to get into uh, adventure, what you've had over the last two weeks. Because if anybody hasn't been following Cody on Instagram or uh, YouTube, um, this is the first time we've sat down in over two weeks. Yeah, it's been quite a two weeks, Chappy. In fact, if we look up Miss Adventure, I'm sure my picture <laughs> shows up front and center. I'm sure, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's been it's been a wild ride. Uh, lots of emotions, up, down, sideways. But uh, yeah, so let's jump right into it. Um, adventure. What does that mean to you uh, when you hear the word adventure? Well, normally it uh, it gets me excited. Uh, it just means doing something. You know, to me, it's exploring off the beaten path or. And it could be by a bike or, I mean, it could be hiking, could many things, but just going places you've never been pretty much is what comes to mind right off the bat to me. Does it have to be somewhere you've never been? No, no, it doesn't. Um, but uh, that's just part of what I like. Adventure can be uh, many things to many people. Usually, and especially for this podcast, I would say... It's usually related to motorcycles for me and probably you, but adventure can take many forms, my friend. Many, many. Yes. Um, to me, uh, adventure means doing something exciting. Venturing out, not at home. I guess some people can say adventure is trying a new video game or something along that line, like an adventure type video game. But to me... Uh, you actually have to leave home. Yeah. And, and I agree with you. Hiking, just going for a ride in the car with the wife to go check something out that you've never seen before. Uh, again, you know, it doesn't have to be something you've never seen, you know, never seen before. It could be somewhere you've been before. Like maybe going to the mall could be an adventure, depending on what happens when you get there. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Going like up to the state forest, you know, near you and just, you know, going for a ride uh, on a motorcycle. When you go off road, every off road excursion, I'm going to say. Yeah. I, I wanted to say adventure because off road, you never know what's going to happen. Um, it could be 
you know, a, a bad adventure. It could be a good <laughs> adventure. Taking point, my last ride that I did this year, uh, I went to the state forest here in my town. For a little ride? Yes, it was supposed to be less than an hour. It ended up being <laughs> like a four-hour ride, five-hour ride. And I almost thought I was going to have to leave the bike. I mean, that was definitely an adventure, not one that I would want to do again. I'm wiser uh, after having done it. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think the adventure part, I think you nailed part of it too, is um, just not knowing. That's that's what adventure is. I mean, you can know where you're going, but you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know how it's going to go. That's the part of adventure that, 90% of the time I like. There's the 10% that I question my sanity. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, so uh, we've given our thoughts. I'm going to read what uh, adventure supposedly, according to the dictionary, is. Uh, it's an unusual or exciting, typically hazardous experience or activity. So uh, hazardous, uh, bungee jumping, uh, motorcycles, if you listen to a lot of people, uh, they're hazardous. It can be if you're, you know, riding above your skill level or... Uh, nah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> taking off on an expert trail in the middle of the night. Oh, who solo? would do that? Who would do that? <laughs> I don't know. The verb part of the adventure is engage in hazardous and exciting activity, especially the exploration of unknown territory. Like females. I mean, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will say uh, marriage is an adventure. It is the grandest adventure, actually. I, I would say that it's my biggest and best adventure. Uh, somebody's going for brownie points. <laughs> Try, trying to survive, motherfucker. Come on, help me out. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. <laughs> so, yeah, um, motorcycles, by definition, are adventure. Um, heading down to the the gas station to get gas. I mean, I wouldn't consider that an adventure. I do, by, actually. I well, make it an adventure almost every time could be a five minute trip supposed to be it turns into an hour i don't know how every time i get on a Squirrel. motorcycle yeah on a motorcycle is an adventure <laughs> every time could be going around the block to make sure my oil change is good it can be an hour later i come home i don't know if there's uh, something wrong with me or if it's something right with me you know who knows uh, depends how you look at it yeah I, I don't know it's that's uh definitely i mean i would think uh, going down to the gas station for me, it's like less than a mile down the road. Me too. Uh, that would not be. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I guess I, I'm just, if I go to the gas station, I go to the gas station, come back. Um, unless every time I'm like I going... hop on a bike, every time I get on a bike, I feel like it. Well, yeah, I don't usually get on it. Just to go to the store, I usually, if I get on the bike, I'm going for uh, an extended period of time. Do you feel that way? Like when you hop on, does it just kind of put you in adventure mode just automatically or? Yeah. I mean, the whole, I, I, I'm sure I've said this before, but uh, I'm not a city rider. Um, I'm not a highway rider. And I hear people talk about this all the time. It's all about, you know, experiences, the miles you put on. Well, miles don't, I mean, yes, miles as opposed to, I understand where they're coming from because some of them will say, well, you've been riding for 40 years, but what miles have you put on? If you so, would put on a lot of miles, you would say you've put on over 100,000 miles. Well, you know as well as I do all the dirt biking. Dirt bikes don't have speedometers; they don't click off miles. Um, and you can Those go are the funnest for a, miles. 
Right, but you can go for a 10-mile ride in the forest, but because it's slow-moving and the skills that you're using, you're you're gone for four hours, 10-mile loop, you know. Yeah. And I get that around here on my street bike. Uh, The speed limits are 35 to 55, depending on where you are. I'd rather be on the 35 roads because they're more twisty and up and down the mountains and stuff like that. Yeah. Better views probably. Yeah. But because you're doing 35, you know, when I go for a ride, my average speed on the BMW, it usually tells me like 36, 37 miles an hour because, you know, when you stop at lights or stop signs or something like that, it kind of figures that stuff in. I mean, I do get the occasional 50, 55 or whatever, but I can go for a two hour ride and click off 70 miles. So, you know, I get out of work, get home at five o'clock, go for a two hour ride. I'm home at seven, seven thirty, and I've only done like 70 miles. So for me, a hundred miles around here is that's a long ride. Yeah. But I try and make an adventure out of it. I try and do, um, there are a couple loops that, you know, if it's really hot, I might do uh, one of the loops up into the mountains. It's, it's all shaded over. So, you know, when you ride from sun into shade, you feel the temperature change. Well, oh, yeah. If it's 90 here at my house, it's only like 82 up there. It's, yeah. it's just, it's so uh, refreshing. To, to go through and get that, you know, cool breeze. And I second that. I love it going up into the mountains. And it's about 10 degrees difference here too, there, give or take. But it's a big difference, you know. Yes, especially when the wind's coming by and it's you know, basically hitting your skin. You know, I have vented jacket, so whatever wind hits me, it goes through. So I, I get cooled off pretty good. The um, If I'm going to go for a ride, because I'm just going to go for a ride, I usually, I, I don't have a destination in mind. I just, I start going and just see where I end up. That's, that's how I am too. That's adventure. I have a few uh, routes that I prefer. There's one that goes up over the mountain into New York State that I love to do. And then there's one that goes, like I said, up into the mountains when it's hot. Uh, I mean, the, the roads that those two, uh, rides go on are curvy and they're up, they're down. There's a lot of turns. So it's twisties people call them. Yeah. It's, uh, have you ever tried to spell that twisties? Yeah. Seriously. (laughs) Why? I'm just asking because every time I go to spell it, like I'm texting somebody, how are the twisties or something? Always T-W-I-S-T-I-E-S. That's how I usually do it, but sometimes I want to throw the Y in. I don't know. I don't know the proper way to spell twisties, but either way, they're fun. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, I like I said, the wife and I, when we go on a ride, we just, we pick a direction and see where we end up, you know. And then when it's time to come home, we'll either, you know, if we've got to get home in a certain amount of time, I might pull out the GPS to get me back to a place where I know how to get home. And then I just, you know, go home. Generally, we just, you know, if we went east, we'll end up pointing ourselves west until we find something that reminds us of where we are or... You know, if there's no reason to get back for a specific time, we just keep going till we end up home. I love it. My uh, my life mantra and adventure mantra is: the plan is there is no plan. Yeah, I mean, it, it depends. I mean, if you have a specific destination in mind, yeah. then you know. But getting there is you know half the fun. I do not want to be going down the highway at 70 miles an hour on a motorcycle. I'd rather get there the long way. 
I agree. I, uh, there's the saying that the, about the, the journey, it's not about the destination. It's more about the journey. And right. so many people seem to be caught in the destination, destination, destination. And I find all of my fun, almost 90% of it is in the journey to the destination. The trip that the wife and I did to Niagara Falls, it was amazing because what we saw, not where we went. I mean, don't get me wrong. Niagara Falls is gorgeous and it's beautiful. And I highly recommend it to anybody that has not seen it. It's not, Mi- get- it's not in Minnesota, is it? No. Oh, good. Cause I'm never fucking going back there. <laughs> <laughs> and why would that be? Uh, that place don't like me. Uh, oh, gee. Well, actually you're going to have to go back there. Yeah. Don't rub it in. <laughs> Don't rub it in. No, check this out, though. Um, this guy uh, must have seen me on YouTube, sent me a message. I think he works oil fields up in uh, North Dakota, but he lives in Arizona. So every two weeks, he's going back and forth. Oh. He offered to uh, pick up my truck. He's got like a car tower. You know, he's yep. And possibly, like, bring it to Arizona. That way I don't have to go back to fucking Minnesota, don't you know? Really? And uh, I could meet him in Arizona. And I've emailed back and forth this guy, like, four times, and he offered. I think I will take him up on it if I can, because I honestly don't want to go back to Minnesota. Is that before or after you get it fixed? Uh, After. After? Yeah. They're going to fix it there, I guess. I'm la- I'm laughing because he just hung hung his head. Well, Chappy, I'll send you a picture of uh, my my mechanics, country bumpkins. And, uh, so I got to hang out for a week with these folks, and uh, oh. they have a bar in this guy's garage. And well, let's just say, as much alcohol as you make, these folks can drink it. Damn, nice folks, nice folks. They housed me for. F- Pretty much free and fed me occasionally. <laughs> that was a very uh, precarious situation because, mm. I mean, your truck broke down, so there's no way to go and get anything. No, um, and yeah, I was in the middle of fucking nowhere. I don't know if any yeah, of you the- know where Long Prairie, Minnesota is, but... Uh, yeah, well, no I had Walmart. to go 30 miles to a place that had a U-Haul truck. That was the wrong U-Haul truck. So I had to drive 60 miles the other direction to get the right one. Anyway, is pretty remote. There's no Walmarts. No, no, no. There was a McDonald's, uh, Dairy Queen. Yeah, it didn't um, seem to be it. much in the, in the neighborhood. And I, and I had no, no vehicle to get around. Ooh, my phone is vibrating under my nuts. That feels kind of good. Thanks. Call me again, Chappie. Call. (laughs) That wasn't me. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's probably Minnesota, Mm -hmm. eh? Mm -hmm. Oh, jeez. Oh, golly. Jeez, willikers. (laughs) They're they're calling to see who's going to pick up cousins. Yeah, well. Kirk Kirk Cousins. Not the first cousins. No? That was quite an adventure. Yeah, so so I'd like to see Niagara Falls, as long as it's not through Minnesota. Don't you know? Mm. Don't you know? I think you could get there without going through Minnesota. That's good, because I'll hop, skip, and jump over that motherfucker. Yeah, and you didn't go too far into Minnesota. Didn't I? It felt like I was. Well, I mean, when you look at the state, you were down in the western southwestern corner it stretches yeah. up pretty high now i went through uh south dakota and i was really really kind of bummed actually because i was passing some shit i wanted to see like where uh wild bill was shot in mm. deadwood but deadwood. i had uh a isn't 20- that 
You take the little blue pill to get rid of the deadwood, right? Yeah, you can do that, I hear. Hey, <laughs> every truck stop has some form of that, apparently. Oh, my God. My favorite one, personal choice, I am not sponsored yet. Is <laughs> yet? <laughs> Pfizer? Is, no, it's called the Kinky Kong. Kinky Kong? Yeah, it's just one pill, you buy it. Pretty much... You need to call a nurse because they say over four hours you need to seek medical attention. So ah. definitely gives you the over four hours, but uh, the next day it gave me like a headache. But I endorse Kinky Kong. If you want to rock somebody's world. <laughs> Kinky Kong. Yeah. That's King go. Kong's wife. Uh, I'm not sure what it is, but it uh, makes you feel like King Kong. Or Donkey Kong's wife. <laughs> Donkey Kong and <laughs> Kinky Kong. Oh, jeez. I guess Mario doesn't have to chase after the princess anymore. Nope. Bowser got her. No, I mean, like, because Donkey Kong. Yeah. That was that was Mario and... Oh, God. How did We're we get on, on that video subject? Games. But yeah, Deadwood. I really wanted to go there. I'm really into the out, outlaws, old west gunfights, shit like that. That's. I think that I've seen a picture of me. you posted near near the Badlands. Yes, yes, in the Badlands, man. All these things that um, there was a spot where you're supposed to be able to see uh, where running wolf, yeah, running with wolves was filmed. I was just passing shit that I couldn't, you know, stop and see. Because I had a 27-foot trailer in a U-Haul box truck. I got 5.6 miles per gallon the whole way home for 1,400 miles. It was awesome. <laughs> oh, 1,400. It was only 1,200 to get there. No. <laughs> no. 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 Oh, I, could, I could tell you stories for a week. Every day was a week-long story. I shit you not. I have never been so stressed. We can always use use that as uh, fodder in in the podcast. It's yeah. Cody's weekly weekly Minnesota story. <laughs> weekly Minnesota, they'll go on for days, but and they're still not done. Apparently, uh, luckily for me, I did have Johnny's new trailer, which has a very comfortable couch slash bed. It has a pooper and a shower, but it was it was five fucking degrees. So I couldn't oh, like put water in the trailer pooper. and yeah, and pooper a heater in a shower. Yeah. It's a badass trailer. Really like it's, it. He didn't have a toilet, he had a pooper. Yeah, pooper. <laughs> you hung out in Minnesota too long, don't you know? Don't you know? I feel like uh thought I was never gonna don't leave there, know? buddy. There were days I really thought that was my new fucking home. Oh. So the well, truck engine blew up. I'm glad you made it home. Me too. Thanks, man. Truck engine blew up in Minnesota at the salesman's uh, yard in his house. And there I was for a week in my temporary home. The silver bullet. Yep. Does it, did he name his trailer yet? I named it. I, mean, <laughs> I did. Don't you know hotel? Don't you know? <laughs> the don't you know hotel. No, I, I did tell him I named it. I can't remember now what it was. It was pretty good, though. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. I told him I own that bed. Uh, I'm sorry you had to go through that. Yeah, me too. It was a hell of an adventure. I'm glad it's mostly over. It almost almost cost me my motorcycle adventuring Oof. for a long, long time. Yeah, well, glad glad that didn't happen. Me too. But like I said, we would have worked something out. Um, so that's a pretty good segue into um, our trip that we're planning in the fall. Sans COVID, you know. I think that's the only thing that, well, I thought that was the only thing that was going <laughs> to derail the trip. But, <laughs> COVID don't mean shit to me. But, um, well, I mean, you know, they, 
they start closing shit down if it I don't listen. I just don't listen, Chappy. I know. I respect you if you do, well, but you know, I'm gonna live my damn life knocking it. I understand sit and be but, dictated you know, by stuff. I'm not gonna endanger other people. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not gonna be like an idiot, but I'm not I'm not shutting down and living in my house. I just did that in Minnesota, don't you know? And I'm never doing it again. No. No, but um, you know, like over in England and some other countries, they've, you know, put lockdowns down if you're you know, you're allowed to go out and do your exercise and stuff, but the whole traveling and that sort of thing is a, a no. So as long as well, they don't do that. But I did have a scare. You did? Well, yeah, because I thought COVID was the only thing that was going to derail the trip. Oh, and, <laughs> you know, your your adventure <clears throat> kind of scared me a little bit. It but, scared me too. I was questioning: Do I really ride a motorcycle clear across the fucking country after this trip? <laughs> but we did come up with an alternative, you know, just in case. So, just in case, there there is hope if things go into the shitter. Or pooper, as you said. Into the pooper. If the worst happened, um, we do have a backup plan. But, um, yeah, uh, we said we were going to fill everybody in on some of the planning we've been doing for the trip. Um, I know you you really haven't been able to do much planning over the last two weeks because you've been focusing on trying to get your – yeah. Figuring out what you were going to do, how you were going to do it, how you were going to get out of the situation you were in. But um, I have been looking into ways of, you know, we were talking about getting down there. I think I can take a half a day before we go. So that'll give us another half, you know, half a day's worth. So we'll get closer to our start point that first day. Um I have almost everything for the Honda I need. Uh, I got my tank on order. It's going to give me more petrol in the, you know, give me a little more range. It's always so good. Instead of, yeah, instead of two gallons, I'll have three and a half. That's almost double, don't you know? I know it. And I get uh, about 70 miles to the gallon, so. We'll see if that changes when I put the sprocket on. I got a smaller front sprocket. But, yeah, I should be doing that here in the next couple weeks. Start getting that ready. Get all the wiring done so I got the charger and all that stuff. And then uh, I got to figure out my panniers. So I'll have to figure something out there. I'm leaning towards a Wolfman or Moscow uh, Rackless, hmm. which <clears throat> which I know you had recommended the well, the Moscow forty. Is there a reason that you would do the forty instead of the eighty? Um, other than price, it's smaller. But I like my eighty. I got a lot of camera shit and stuff, so, right? Um, but. Yeah, other than price, not really. Johnny's loved the uh, 40 on his 500cc So he bike. took the 40 when you guys went in the trip? He did, but he did did not carry half the shit that I do. So, <laughs> But, right. I mean, it took, his, it took his tent, it took, you know, some food, some gas. I mean, it, it did it. Um, I do like the 80. Just because you can bring more stuff, you don't have right. to. But the problem with that is, if you have bigger luggage bags, you will fill them up. It's just human nature. Oh, absolutely. If if, if you have bigger luggage bags, you're going to carry more shit. Oh yeah, I found that out. Um, the first trip that me and the wife did on the Beamer, I only had the plastic <laughs> bags. But the second trip, I bought these bags that went on the side bags. Uh, they strapped on, and they gave me another couple liters per side. 
and we filled those up and I, still i mean there were a lot of shit we brought that we didn't use but i mean thankfully i mean i carry a tire kit i carried the tool kit i carried first aid um shitload of rags and stuff like that that i never ended up needing thankfully yeah some of those you know aren't optional really i mean you need first aid on your bike period unless you're a total idiot i don't care you need some sort of first aid yes and you know i have it i'm almost done with the things i need for the bike the only thing is like the pannier set and i probably won't buy that right away i'll probably wait and see probably buy that mid midsummer rather than now yeah i'm hoping to talk to moscow here soon oh cool i hope they get that red atre jacket back in stock i'm hoping to talk to them about our trip i just need to get in a little bit better headspace before i start trying to uh approach people i guess <laughs> it's, it's been quite the weeks yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, so I've done a little bit of research on uh, the actual BDRs, too. Uh, I think if we start, we're probably going to want to start in the morning on the first day on the leg one, because leg one is fairly long. And down in Virginia seems to be a little less uh, dense population-wise as compared to up here. Um, up here, I don't think it would matter. You know, if we started leg one at, at noon, we'd be able to stop halfway through or, you know, wherever we needed and get a place to, to camp or a hotel or something like that. Yeah. But I've been trying to figure out how many sections we can do a day. Like, can we do one and two and then uh, I think down and four down in the, uh, the first one. Hmm. I think we could probably do stuff like that. It looks like if we're going to make up time, that's the one to to do it. Because one by you is more challenging. It is, but uh, it's more challenging the further north you get. So I'm just saying the, the mid-Atlantic one looks pretty easy. In fact, I think it's rated maybe the easiest uh, in terms I of technical. So. So speaking of which, they don't even have a Facebook group for that one. Every BDR has got a Facebook group except for the Mid-Atlantic, which kind of sucks because you can go on the Facebook groups and yeah. people talk about how long it took them and you can ask questions. But where do you go ask questions about the Mid-Atlantic to people that have done it? They don't have a Facebook for that. That's strange. They should. It is. I'll have to hit him up about that and see. Oh, and speaking of which, I heard a podcast uh, that Jocelyn Snow was on recently. And you know how she smashed the side of her motor there and they had yeah. to fix it? With the Budweiser? Yeah. Yes. That crash, she bent her forks. Nice. She rode the rest. She rode the rest of the BDR. On that big ass GS with bent forks. There you go. <laughs> Talk about skill. You're not you're not stopping her. Nobody's mm -hmm. stopping her. No, but she mentioned in the in the podcast that uh, after that she she had so many offs that she was a little down on herself. And then when she got her bike back and started to do some maintenance on it and noticed that her forks were bent. She was like, oh, so son of a bitch. No wonder why. Yeah. Because uh, it changed the geometry of the bike, plus the forks don't work the way they're supposed to, you know? I've I've had that happen. I had a KX250, and uh, they were like, I didn't know this at the time, but the forks were like bound. So, like, I literally had no suspension. So... We get done, and my son-in-law's like, the next day, he's like, you ready to ride? And I'm like, fuck no, dude. I feel like I got hit by a freight train. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, my bike is literally like, Brrr. He's like, don't be a pussy. And then he got on, and he's like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, literally, I had no front suspension. They were just bound in place. That was a rough, uh, rough ride. Yeah, so, yeah, 
forks make a little bit of a difference. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, also when the the forks get bent, you know, it changes the geometry of the steering and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, if they're bent back, it turns sharper, but it's less stable. If they're bent forward, it doesn't turn as easy. You know, so pretty much you shouldn't ride on bent forks. No, no. Yeah, so adventure. Uh, you can pretty much get it anywhere. Uh, I think it's mostly a frame of mind, isn't it? I think it is. I mean, kind of what um, I think. Once you you make up your mind that you're going to go and explore something, uh, exploring to me is adventure. I can't think of a better way to explore than on a motorcycle. But that's mm. because I love motorcycles. Me too. It's my way of hiking because I'm lazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, one of the, tell you what, there's <laughs> nothing lazy about riding a motorcycle. No, no, it's still work, <laughs> but like my wife hikes. I mean, hikes like I can't go with her cause she just, it's too much. I'm out of shape. However, I would, if the trail signs would permit, I would ride my bike up those trails all day long. And some of them, are hiking and biking trails. So bicycle biking, motorbikes. Oh, here right. in Utah, we share the trails with hikers, bikers, horses, and dirt bikes. Do you see a lot of horses? Not a ton. Um, the horses do get some of their own kind of trails that dirt bikes can't go on, but there are a few that, that we meet up and we, it's cool. I love horses and we're always just respectful. We just cut the engines and either let them go by or what, you know, whatever the rider wants us to do. Cause you don't want to, you don't want to spook their horse. That's, no. that's not cool. You know, so as long as you're respectful, being respectful, um, people are not going to complain. Uh, I see when I watch, uh, hippo drones and the big Peza on YouTube, mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. They do some, they call it green laning instead of tra trail riding. Uh, they run into horses quite a bit and they do that. They, they pull over to the side of the trail and shut the engines off, let the horses go by unless yeah. the people on the horses ask them to go, go forward. But yeah, that's, and that's common trail courtesy, I guess. Right. But not everybody knows it. And most people, I feel like, adhere to that, but there's, you know, a bad apple in every freaking group, so. Yeah, I know, but it only takes one bad apple to turn a crap load of hikers into uh, violent hey. towards every motorcycle they see. Well, that happens, but I'm a violent motherfucker at nature, so bring it on! No. I'm half kidding, half kidding. Try and be respectful, and that way you meet some pretty cool people, too. Like, we've sat and talked to some folks on horseback you know for a little while you're in a beautiful area and just, i don't know it's easy to become kindred souls with people on the trail if you just respect each other you know yeah y'all y'all like the same thing obviously to some degree you're out in nature and so it's pretty easy pretty easy to just have a good conversation yeah i just uh i prefer to do it on my motorcycle because uh I know they've been known to have a mind of their own sometimes, but uh, the fact of sitting on a big old horse scares the crap out of me. Really? Yeah, because they can just decide that they're going to do what they're going to do, and you ain't changing it. There's no kill switch. <laughs> nope. I see a check button, but that's about it. Oof. I I love horses. Yeah, you're a lot higher. Only thing that really keeps me off horses is... Uh, these things called Benjamins. Yeah. Yes, they are very expensive. Because if you think motorcycles are expensive. <laughs> yeah, the motorcycles only eat gas and oil. Yep. And uh, and body parts. Can... <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you know it's true. They'll, uh, that's... they'll eat you up. They'll chew you up and spit you out if you... Uh... Uh, the motorcycle doesn't. It's your inability to ride at your level that does that. Well, well, that could be argued, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, I mean, granted, uh, 
uh, we've had this conversation before the the off road versus on road off road you are gonna wipe um, yep. and usually usually you know you're you're hitting the dirt kind of soft but um usually when you get hurt it's because you're doing something you shouldn't be doing could be but the only time i broke a bone knock on wood was i was in a race and it was man i was only going five to ten miles an hour at this section man and just just the wrong fall you know yeah well yeah i mean there's freak accidents i mean i've seen seen a guy fall in the mud and you broke his hand you know so i mean yeah it is weird i mean i've i've fallen off a motorcycle i can't count how many times never really got hurt um but you know there are people that they fall once and break something you know just i guess it depends on how you fall it's the uh game of chances and you know you just try and be smart and ride ride good but it is yeah i've done inherently dangerous whatever yeah, I, in my younger days, I've I, I've done some stupid stuff and got ejected from the bike. You know, trying to cross a ditch, uh, not you know parallel. I tried to cross it at an angle. You know, wheelie across it. How'd that so, work out, Chappie? Uh, well, when the back tire hit, it kicked it sideways. Brap. So, yeah, the bike landed sideways, and bikes don't go sideways. So when no. it landed landed sideways, it ejected me. And, yeah. Tuck yeah, and roll, it. baby. That's what they they call user error. Yeah, <laughs> I was just one of those things, just horsing around. Yeah, in a in a field. Most of my crashes happen that way. You know, in a field, either trying to pop wheelies or do stupid shit. Yeah, because you got to try. Yeah, usually the ones in the trails are. You know, you're focusing on what you're doing. Maybe something slips. You're not going that fast. But in the field, you're usually doing stupid shit. Especially when you're young, dumb, and full of cum. Do stupid shit. Just, do it a lot yeah. faster. What? This isn't a family fucking friendly show. <sighs> if, you can't ha- if you can't handle the word pussy or fuck, get the hell out of here right now. You're in the wrong spot. Those, that wasn't what I was shaking my head at. Oh, oh young, dumb, and full of cum? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> now I'm old, dumb, and half full of cum. All right. Hey, I've been so, locked in a trailer for a week. Give me a break. I, I gotta yeah. let loose. I gotta let loose. <laughs> All right. So uh, back to the adventure thing. There was a couple other points here. So now that we've uh read the definition does that change your opinion at all about what you think adventure is no not really i mean, it doesn't mind either i mean i i think adventure means something different to everybody and that's what's nice about that term yeah i mean i have an adventure bike that i adventure on road with it's classified as an adventure bike, but it's got street tires. It's a street bike. Um, and unless Cody becomes broke and has to like fly out here, I invent, don't intend on taking it off-road. I'm already broke, <laughs> but whatever. Mos- Moscow, you were going to Moscow something? Um, that was one thing about like the Moscow 80. I was going to say it, or the 40, would transfer over to your Beamer. Yes. I know you've already got luggage on that, but hard bags. If if you decided at some point ever in the future to take it off road, they swap yeah. from bike to bike, which is really cool. Yes. Yeah, I've I've watched the the video on that. I thought it was pretty cool. Um and uh I probably would not use the eight liter that comes with the twenty or forty anyway. I've got a twenty two liter, I think backpack yeah. and it'll fit right in that beaver tail so well, this will give you some cool. some idea the uh the 80 comes with the stinger 22 right i went and got a tusk uh 40 or 45 liter duffel that's what i use instead of the 22 
So it's not really a reckless 80 anymore, but that's mainly because I bought a drone and uh, bringing a camera. So I like those on the top back part of the bike. Yeah. Which is also where I keep my camp gear and they just don't all fit into the 22. Right. Now, if you're not YouTubing and carrying massive <clears throat> camera equipment, the 22 is probably great. So I figure the camping stuff I'm going to put on top, like yeah. not in the duffels. I'll probably put it like on the back of the seat. We're going to do some videos on the uh, two wheels in a tent, how Chappie starts out the trip and how he ends the trip with packing. <laughs> hey, I've packed. No, I know. Hey, I'll change the way I pack three times on that trip at least. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's going to depend on what I end up with for bags. I mean. Yeah. And as you go, you just kind of figure out, you know what? This actually works better here. I don't know. Maybe you'll get it right the first time. I hope you do. But Yeah. I'll, um, I do want to give a shout out. You've been chirping about Moscow. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Moto Authentic or Moto Tomic Authentic. Uh, yeah, that no. one? No, Moto Tomic Authentic. Uh, Jocelyn Snow was wearing a shirt that I thought was really cool. It had a helmet and it said plays well with motorcycles. So I ended up ordering one myself, but I reached out and talked to the guys. Down there, they were always uh, replied really quickly. Uh, the merchandise that I got is top notch. I mean, the shirts are so comfortable. They're not like the shit you buy in the store that's like box cutter. They they fit and they feel so comfortable. It's, it's premium shirts. Nice. I love the the designs that they have they've got some really cool it, it's like stuff made for motorcyclists or motorcycle enthusiasts by a motorcycle enthusiast i love I mean, that shit that's why i love moscow yeah. moto yeah exactly and wolfman. and wolfman yeah same thing but these guys are located on the east coast they're out of north carolina um i placed my order hey, i've been there within, within two days i got my shirt and my sticker, um, there, it's just great. I'm so ecstatic about uh, my experience with this company. Quality product and good customer service sounds like. Yeah, and they're they're not expensive either. Uh, I have half in mind uh, when we do our. Well, I'm gonna do it before then, but I'm gonna make sure that I have uh, two of their jerseys to wear when we go on our trip because uh, I'm going to want, you know, to be able to change out their no cotton, you know, polyester and they're going to breathe well. They're going to moisture wick and, you know, if not wearing a jacket, that's going to be an awesome. And I, I, I love their designs and they work with, check it out. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're awesome. Um, uh, they've got shirts like, uh, it says dirt, and in the the D, it says sleep, eat, and then on the T, it says repeat. So it's like <laughs> sleep, eat, dirt, repeat. And yes. they've got another one that with the the word ride. So in the R, it says sleep, eat, ride, and then in the top of the E, it says repeat. And they're awesome. I mean, they're there's something that when you're on your bike. You wouldn't mind having that on, you know, you're not, you're not like, it's a frame of mind type of thing. You know, when you're on your bike, that's what you're thinking and you want people to see that and they're going to see that and you're on your bike and they're going to say, man, that's cool. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm over the moon and you know, the reason I bring it up is because we were talking about dry bags and stuff. They also have dry bags and they are inexpensive and they're like Hunter orange. So having something like that on your bike is going to like 
bring awareness for cars and stuff like that. They're going to see that orange and they're going to be like, Ooh, you're going to be seen. But, That'd be uh, good. Unless yeah. they close down for COVID. Then we're going to have to fly stealth, buddy. Fly stealth. You ever heard of gray oh. man? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're going to have to become gray. Yeah, man. I know what you are. I that was a, that was a good book. Books. <laughs> yeah. I love that bo- book. Um, but, uh, yeah, they're dry bags. Uh, I want to say there's got a 10, I think it's a 10 liter. It's only like 19 bucks, which is cheap. That's perfect. That would house all my sex toys for this trip. Uh, <laughs> you have been away I love, from home I for too I long. It. See, this is so fun on video because I get a look at Chappie and I could tell when he's most serious and he's talking about, this product he loves and he's totally in his zone. And then I throw something out like that and it just derails him for a second. It's my favorite thing to do, Chappie. I'm yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's there will be no sex yeah. toys. So they've got a 10 liter and it's uh it's less than 20 bucks. That would actually be great. It's actually for like, $17 and it's orange. That'd be great so, for like food. Yeah. To keep the to me the meals in or you know. Well, and I was I, thinking the the forty doesn't it have like two? Isn't it two like ten liters or something like that? Yeah. But I was thinking I, I was going to have to get something like that because I'm going to have to pack the sleeping bag and stuff like that. So, but they've uh, there's two sizes. There's ten, and I forget what the other size is. I'll have to I'll have to check it out later. But yeah, there's uh. They've got some really cool shit on their on their website. Um, go check it out. It's Mototomic, M-O-T-O-T-O-M-I-C.com. And, uh, yeah, there's T-shirts, jerseys. They even have jerseys for females. And guess what? It's not pink. What? Yeah, that's a, a rare thing for somebody to make something for girls, and it's not pink. Wow. Yeah, I actually like the the female jersey. I wish you should get it. You should get no, it, Chappie. Yeah, no. just do it. Don't be afraid. I'm not going to do that. Don't you know you actually get special tax cuts for wearing yeah. female clothing these the, days? <laughs> the the one jersey is uh, it's definitely really cool. I want a I Rob like Zombie. Artwork jersey. That's what I want. Well, I'm glad you said that because they. You know reach- Rob Zombie? No. Mototomic. Every, I want to say, year they do a different artist, have them make a design. So, like, they've got their original design, which is on the jersey, but one of their new shirts, they work with an artist and the artist came up with it. It's got like this lion's head and he's wearing like a motorcycle helmet. It's really cool. But yeah, there's uh, a lot of stuff on the website. And if you're a motorcycle rider, especially avid, there's uh, a lot of cool stuff there. Awesome. Hey, I heard we were talking backwards today. <laughs> yes. So Jay left us a comment. He said he listened to all of our episodes and he listened to them backwards. So for Jay, we would like to say, <laughs> Way to go, Jay. I don't know how the fuck you did that, but good job. And thank yes. you. So we hope that you're the only one that can understand that because what Cody said was pretty personal. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. That was good, Jappy. So, um, (laughs) yes, Jay, we're glad that you love the podcast. We hope that you're still listening. And I think it's time that we get into our, uh, what if? What if, elf motherfucker? What if? Okay, here comes the what if, elf motherfucker, to your house. What if? 
I have the questions here. You need what to... if Chappie shows up in the female jersey? No. So I have nine what if questions submitted by some of the listeners. If you can random number generate on your phone, I have the list. You have the number. Give me a number, and we'll get into the what if. Give me one second here. One through nine. Six. Six. Six is sent in by Rodney. What's up, Rodney? What bike would you want to tour the country with no budget? One that works. (laughs) Not a (laughs) Nissan. Not a fucking (laughs) Nissan. You can go first. You're going to tour the country. Long tour. No budget. No budget. I'm going to add something to that. Is it going to be an only on-road tour? If it's me, it's not. Okay. So... It'll be like transcontinental, It's not going yeah. to be a Goldway. No. Fuck that. <laughs> You'll see me in a minivan before a fucking Goldwing, okay? All right. So you're going to tour the country. You're going to want to do some highway. You're going to do some gravel. You're going to do some off-road. You're going to do some back roads. Well, since this comes money's from no, Rodney. Money's no object either. I know. It's, I'm really tempted to pick that too. So <laughs> the interesting thing, I was going to say a 790, but they only made them for two years. Now they're going to the 890. They're not making the 790 anymore. Really? Um, the 790 and the 890 are going to have a lot of uh, things in common. Um, I'm not sure as far as engine and stuff, but yeah, they're, it was like a two-year run. So my concern with that is, are they going to have parts available and stuff? But For the 790? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Rodney didn't have a very good luck uh, with parts. I know. Rodney has kind of made me feel bad because like, I really yes. wanted that bike. I really did. Um, Do they still have the 690? Yes. Or that's only the dual sport? I, I do believe they still have a 690s this year. Adventure bike or dual sport? 690R Adventure, I think. And they're still making the 701. Husqvarna also has the 7... Right. The 7... Uh, 790? Husky? Is it a dual sport or a adventure bike? It would be called an adventure bike, I guess. Right, uh, but is it a dirt bike or is it like Rodney's bike? Because Rodney's got an adventure it's, bike. It's like Rodney's. Okay, that's that's an adventure bike. Six ninety seven hundred one is where the dual sport stops, in my humble opinion, because six ninety and seven hundred one are built like dirt bikes. They are plastic. Yes, it's a dirt bike. They have with a, a dirt bike motor. frame. Yes. Biggest single cylinder motor there is, but it's still a dirt bike. It rides like a dirt bike. The forks are like dirt bikes. The suspension is. So. Right. Okay. After that, we go to adventure. But uh, You're having a hard time with this one. I am, I am because, I mean, yesterday I thought I might not have a motorcycle for the indefinite <laughs> future. So. Um, so I don't mean to laugh. It's no. just the, the way you said it. It was just yeah, it's tough, man. I was I was pretty sad yesterday, but I know I was trying to get you in the horn. You were like, "Fuck you!" I ain't talking to you. you. Ain't talking to nobody. <laughs> I was seconds away from pulling the trigger next to the ear, but no, um, man, I, I'm torn between like a BMW and the, and the the KTM type, but I think 890 might be it. Yeah. I think so. That's a pretty decent bike. I don't want to go bigger than that. I don't. Like the 1200, I was kind of stuck on when I was riding a lot with Tim, but it's too big, man. And I like, yeah, to, get, I I like to get into harder stuff. Not saying that bike can't handle harder stuff, but me and that bike 
should not right. be on harder stuff, especially solo. Yeah, I mean, that's a, a very heavy bike. And uh, solo, I mean, the only reason I would consider, you know, if you were coming over, taking the BMW off-road would be you would be there. Right. Because picking that thing up time and time again, it's just, it's it's heavy and it's tiring. And after you pick the bike up, I mean, picking up a normal dirt bike is... You know, when you got all your gear on, it's heavy. You yeah. got all the the stuff on it. Um, yeah i <clears throat> I think uh, in my case, if I was going to be doing touring the country, I think I would probably more on road, um, and I would probably have the wife with me if I was going to do a big long trip like that. Yeah. So I definitely wouldn't want to be doing off-road. But I wouldn't want a, a rolling couch either. Um, that's It's a, a tough one. I mean, Indian and Harley have good cruisers. BMW has a good cruiser, you know, like the uh, cruiser. But, you know, it's... Not an adventure bike, but it's like uh, I'll say I don't know. Yes, they're eight hundred expensive. Yeah, uh, eight fifty. Now, oh, yeah, whatever they are now. Yeah, the eight fifty. That's. I don't know if I would want to tour the country on that though. No, um, my bike would be great, but it's tall. It's an adventure bike, so um, you'd want more cruiser ish. I would think, you know, not Goldwing, but maybe a Harley or Indian or uh, Kawasaki's got some. You know, wait a minute, some, wait a minute. A little smaller. Wait, 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 wait. Right there. Hold it right there, Chapman. What? Did you not learn anything from my fucking trip that I just went on? Yeah, I'm not getting a Nissan. You just said Harley. Do you want to make it back to your fucking house? Um, that, those days are... The newer bikes are more reliable than the older ones. Look, I'm not knocking Harley, okay? You are. No, I'm not. I'm just being real. Growing up, people that had Harleys either had a lot of money or they liked working on their their bikes. I like working on my bikes. It's part of why I have KTM Husky. They're more Mm. high maintenance. I don't mind working on the bike. But if I'm touring the whole country... I don't want to have to work on the bike. Well, you know something? If you're going to tour the country, there are no, there are more Harley dealers in this country than any other brand. Good point. Good point, actually. And when it comes to long-distance travel motorcycles, they do have one of the best. I'm not saying I would buy one because, you know, price matters, too. I mean, well, I guess me it wrong. doesn't matter no, because it's, there's no budget. So in that case, Harley's an option. I mean, I, yeah, don't get I me mean, wrong. I'd love to have a Harley. I'm not knocking Harley at all because, you know, I've always wanted one. Yes, right. I remember you saying that. And I'm just the opposite. I've never wanted one. But if I was going to go on a all-around-the-country the tour – I might lean that way. I would have to do my research. Um, wow. I would say it would it would be between uh Harley's you know full dress and maybe uh BMW or you know one of those. Uh, BMW definitely uh you get roadside assistance when you buy the bike. So yeah, I found would, all out all about roadside assistance this trip it sucks but um that roadside assistance is a nice option yeah definitely to go along with you know three-year warranty as long as you're not in minnesota don't you know because <laughs> there ain't no dealers where the fuck are you oh no we don't go there <laughs> what why the fuck did you go there <laughs> oh jeez. now that's so, yeah. interesting uh, what if I'm, I would have to say it would be between 
either a Harley or a BMW full dress, you know, with all the bags and stuff. Perfect. I would have, have to do to my recant. research. I'm going to have to recant then. I'll say off-road, I would take the 790. If it was an on-road, like you said, I would probably be taking the wife. Mm. And therefore, it would have to be an Indian. Yeah, they have a nice one too. Not knocking any manufacturers. My wife's grandpa had an Indian when she was a kid. My wife likes that idea, and I'm not opposed to it. So that's where I would have to go. Just for the hell. And if money didn't matter, what the hell? Yeah. In Indians were started right here, uh, less than 40 minutes from my house. Yeah. They're and I know that first factory. They've changed manufacturing, blah, 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 owners, not the same, whatever. That's, what, that's what I would do. It would make the wife happy. It'd be fun for me. So, yeah. If somebody wants to donate an Indian to the wife and I, I will travel the country <laughs> on it, film all of it, and thank you in every episode. Absolutely. I'll get right on that. Yeah, I'll think, Shuffy. You know, you keep saying shit like that, and Jay's going to think you're in love with him. Ah, well, that's between me and Jay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. If Jay Jay donates me a a 790 KTM, I just may be in love with him. I don't know. I'm not going to tell all of you all that, but... uh, Mm, you uh, you're pretty easily bought. <laughs> At this point in my just life, get, you are just certain. get him a motorcycle. Let me tell you, I'm going to say what I've said Love my whole life. Time. I am easy, easy, easy. I'm just not fucking cheap. Okay. Mm. <laughs> All right. Thank everybody for listening. I'm Chappie. I'm Cody, and we'll catch you next week. Brad. Or for Jake.